Hey there, and welcome back to the Mini Weekend. I'm your host, Jack. Let's get into a Mini. Wow. Um, doing um, another uh, soda for you guys here tonight. I am very, very pleasantly surprised. Wow. Wow. Um, so... A lot of you, I've actually been talking with some of you over the last couple of years. Um, there has actually been uh, a number of you reaching out to me asking me if I've ever had Olipop, um, to which I told you a uh, few I have not. And some of you guys actually asked me if it was actually good for you or if this is just a ruse or a rouse. So not only am I coming with you guys with the first uh, flavor of Olipop I've ever had, like I said, I've never had this before. Just opened my first. Uh, we're doing the classic root beer tonight because uh, if there's one thing um, people that really know about me, it's that I never passed up a chance growing up to go to A&W and get root beer. There's just something about it. There's just something about it. So I um, wanted to try the classic root beer uh, for you guys tonight. And I actually did a little bit of research for you guys. So, um, yes. Yeah, so, like I said, low and short, um, what are we drinking tonight? We're doing the Olipop. <laughs> it's a classic root beer. And a lot of you actually, I was surprised, actually asked me, hey, is this just a ruse or what's going on? And according to their website, um, Olipop soda is significantly lower in sugar and free from non-nutritive sweeteners. Plus, it contains a whopping 9 grams of prebiotic fiber per can, which provides over 30% of your daily value of this key need nutrient. <clears throat> so with that, if you guys actually go to their website, they're very transparent. Uh, their website is really cool. You can learn about everything that goes into this. Um, <clears throat> you can order um, it online, mix, uh, mix and match stuff. But um, so yes, yeah, so to answer you guys, yes, um, given the definitions, it actually is healthy for you. Uh, given the definitions outlined by the FDA and the USDA, Olipop actually is healthy because it, um, uh, what's it say here? It, it helps reduce added sugar from your diet while supporting your intake of one of the biggest nutrients of public health, health concern, which is fiber. So with all of that, I kind of went into this thinking, okay, you know, they're going to taste decent. You know, there's not going to be a ton of sugar and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be a pop, but it's not going to be something that, tastes all that great and wow was I wrong wow was I wrong um now don't get me wrong for those that enjoy the sugary soda drinks uh, enjoy the sugary pop drinks this probably isn't going to be for, for you because it's it doesn't it doesn't have that sugar kind of taste that you're looking for but it's it's weird this this rip beer is I almost get a little bit of like an aftertaste of like cream soda or something. And again, I don't know if those are the plant fibers, the prebiotics and the botanicals that um, I'm tasting or um, or what it is. Um, but I like it. I like it. Um, I'm, I'm very pre presently surprised. I didn't think it was going to be this sweet. Um, 
Uh, I'm just going to read this to you guys. Uh, it says right here, Oli on their can. Oli Pop combines the classic soda you know and love with prebiotics, plant fiber, and botanicals to support your microbiome and digestive health. Finally, a refreshing soda that's actually good for you. And, they, and it actually says, our old-fashioned root beer melds just the right mix of classic, of classic bite and creamy sweetness with extracts of sweet birch, smooth vanilla bead, and real burdock roof. Actually, I think that's what I'm tasting at the end there, that true vanilla bean. Man, that is good. Man, that is good. I, I, um, I'm pl- pleasantly surprised by this. Plant-powered, microbiome-approved, like I said. Um, wow, I, I didn't think it was gonna, going to taste this sweet, um, really good. Gosh, it's vegan and it's paleo. Crap, if I have to give it, I, I hate to do this, but if I had to rate it, and we're going to have to have more on here to see what I like, what I don't like. If I have to rate it as this being the first one, it tastes a lot like the classic root beer that I love. So I'm going to go 9-2. I really do like it. Like I said, it's not crazy um, sweet, which it's it's one of those things. It's like, you know, if you're really looking for a sugar fix, you're not going to want something that's healthy for you. But if you are somebody that really does enjoy the pop, the soda kind of game, and you just drink a lot of it, and you're trying to be healthier. I would say this is a nice, um, this is a nice fix, and it's not going to be as sugar inducing. Uh, each can has 35 uh, calories in it, three percent juice, um, no protein, and only four uh, percent uh, total carbohydrates. So, while I I'm very pleasantly surprised, guys. If you guys are pop people, soda people, go check them out. Um, and even if you're not, uh, let me know what uh, flavors you guys want to uh, check out and <coughs> here on here going forward. You can check them out at drinkolipop.com. That's drinkolipop.com. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook. Um, they're calling it X now. I'm still going to continue to call it Twitter. Then you can actually find them on, <coughs> excuse me. TikTok, Pinterest, and LinkedIn as well. So, yeah, go check them out and let me know what you think. Let me know what you guys want to hear um, uh, on the podcast uh, going forward from uh, Olipop as well. So, um, with that, not a ton of information in uh, you guys uh, today specifically from um, the Tommy Town just because around this year, unlike professional sports, there is a little bit of a holiday break that a lot of teams take place in so for the men's hockey team they just wrapped up their last um ccha matchup of 2023 and their second to last um uh game of 2023 they will actually have the next um two yeah what's that yeah next two weekends off um before um going to vermont to take on the i think they're the wildcats on the 29th and 30th, and then they will resume um, CCHA play after a UMD exhibition game on January 6th against Michigan Tech on January 11th. And it's also worth noting that despite splitting with Minnesota State, um, Minnesota State 
uh, this last weekend. They still hold on to the top spot in the CCHA um, playoff standings. They're still in, they're in first now with 21 total points, but Michigan Tech is right behind them with 19. Michigan, uh, Minnesota State with 17 after the weekend, and then Bemidji uh, rounding out the top four with um, excuse me, 16. So it's going to be a tight race. Um, but again, if the Tommies can keep building on this, this is uh, it's worth noting. This is with a seven and five, uh, an O conference record and a nine eight and one overall record. So um, really. Really awesome to see them kind of head into this break still atop of the CHA. I didn't even realize they were in first place until we talked about it last podcast. So, yeah, that's what we got. And then, um, yeah, so like I mentioned, they took on Minnesota State. Uh, we're unable to get the home-and-home uh, home sweep, um, but each home team took care of business. Friday night, Minnesota State uh, beat, the Tom, uh, beat the Tommies after taking a 2-1 to one, uh, lead after the first period. Um, and went on to score a third goal in the second period. And then uh, St. Thomas just couldn't find the equalizer, so they lost 1-3. to three. Aaron Trotter picked up 21 saves in the loss. Um, but then the next night at home, the Tommies took care of business, winning 2-2-1. Um, they, actually, um, they actually went down 1-0 um, after the second period, but a late-game spark... Um, got them the season series as Jake Seibel finished with 28 saves. So um, huge, huge uh, win for them. Like I said, they got, what is it? They got one, two, three. They got one, two, three, uh, four, five, six, seven series left. And actually um, only their third, uh, their third series. conference series after the break will be against Minnesota State again so they will see them again very very soon Um, and yeah like I said um, anticipate the next couple weeks uh, week or two not too much as um, both the men's and women's teams will have some time off Um, and then yeah like like we mentioned um, the uh, last weekend this uh, the women's team split with Bemidji State they won Four to two. Um, they won four to two um, on uh, December the eighth. Excuse me. Before uh, falling to the Beavers, uh, zero to four on Saturday, and it wasn't from a lack of an effort. Um, Olivia King, um, as I'm sure some of you uh, saw on our Instagram page, made eighteen saves in the process, but. Um, the Tommies almost shot um, twice the amount of shots as uh, Bemidji did as um, Ava Filipova, sounds like her name is, um, was um, made 35 saves in the process. So, um, you know, tough, to, you know, it's always tough to get shut out, but, um, you know, hopefully they'll get some, uh, a couple weeks to regroup here. Get ready to get going. They got an exhibition game with the uh, St. Cloud State Huskies on January 6th before jumping back into WCHA place, um, play on January 13th. And then um, the only actual news we actually have for the Tommy Town was back on the 11th. Uh, Ella Berger collects her third WCHA honor of her career, recording three points against Bemidji State. Uh, she was named the WCHA Rookie of the Week. 
Um, they sh- in 21 games so far, Berger has eight goals and 10 assists um, for a total of 18 points. She leads the Tommies offense and has passed the program's single season record in points scored. The previous record was 13 total points set by Maddie Clow uh, just last season and Abby Promsberger um, the season before. She's also surpassed the single season record in assists previously eight. Uh, Berger currently leads rookies in the WCHA and um, in points this season and ranks 14th among all WCHA skaters, which is awesome, and we <clears throat> over here love to see it. Um, as for the basketball <coughs> basketball teams, uh, the men's team currently sits at six and four as they dispatched with Chicago State in their lone game since uh, the last podcast, 66, uh, 250. Um, ben now, uh, Anthony Rahim, um, and those boys got the job done. Um, and having an unusual good first half, they, were, they took a five-point lead going into halftime and um, were able to uh, uh, keep the foot on the gas in the second half. And... Um, uh, take things, uh, take things, and make it a good game. Um, coming up for the team, they will be taking on the number seventh ranked Marquette Eagles uh, tomorrow night at seven p.m. And that game will actually be on FS One, so um, you guys should watch that. I, I myself am going to watch it. And then um, their only other game between now and the next podcast is uh, at two p.m. this Sunday, the seventeenth. They will be taking on Crown Minnesota. Um, as for the women's team, excuse me, they will be um, they are now five and six after suffering a uh, tough loss um, earlier tonight, uh, fifty-five to seventy-eight. It was it's a tough one. Obviously, Wisconsin's a t- uh, Power Five conference. Um, but, um, they were only down by five points after the first quarter and then, um, we're only down, what's that, eight, 13 going into half. Um, but Wisconsin just always had an answer, um, when the Tommy seemed to get something going. So, um, it was, it was a tough loss, but you know, like they say, the only way to get better is to play better teams. And now they have um, one more game this Saturday at 3 p.m. against Stevens Point before having a little bit of a break before resuming uh, and starting Summit League play um, at after Christmas. Um, for the football team, we have no new news on the team. I would imagine it'll probably be a um, boring month or two before um, some stuff comes out. You know, uh, you know things like. Um, I can't even think right now, but <laughs> just other uh, things for the team. Um, but I did want to give you guys with an update. Um, the um, uh, the team that made it out of the uh, Pioneer Football League was Drake, and they got their butts kicked by North Dakota State, who is actually one of the four Final Four teams um, in so number one ranked South Dakota State is taking on uh, University of Albany um, Friday the 15th at 6 p.m. 
the winner will go to the championship on January 7th. And then North Dakota State is taking on number two Montana Grizzlies um, on the 16th at 3.30 p.m. And they will the winner will play in the championship on the 7th against um, Albany or South Dakota State. So, um, yeah, can't wait to see uh, that. And um, hopefully um, after next season we can uh, see the Tommies um, playing some postseason uh, football. So, yeah, that, like I said, we didn't uh, we didn't have a lot, um, but we definitely have uh, a good, a decent amount of uh, pro sport um, stuff to come at you guys with tonight. So that is what we have for the Tommy Town tonight, folks.